now time for a very, not the Monster Mash edition, but the Monster Train edition of Game Pass or Pass. The podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply get on a train and pass on by. I am Corey and I'm joined by the man who has, he's like a, he's like Snowpiercer over here on this train, Basher. A regular Captain America, if you will. Mm. Michael, what's that? Is it Michael Bean? Is that that actor's name? <laughs> what? The guy that's um, on Snowpiercer for the show. <laughs> is that his name? Uh, oh, on the show. I'm sorry. I'm thinking you're talking about the movie. I'm like, no. we know that's Chris Evans, right? No, yes, that's Chris Evans. Yes, I was, I was pivoting to the show. It's popular. You think, you're thinking Christopher Bean. Christopher Bean, that's what it was. What did I say? <laughs> I Michael I Bean. I don't know. I mean, I mean both of those things Bean. up. He always dies. That's, isn't that the joke? Oh, that guy. Yeah, Boromir. Uh, shoot. Yeah, uh, uh, the Game of Thrones guy. Uh, for a little while. <laughs> spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> okay, if this spoiler is for Game of Thrones, guys, I mean... Just, Sorry. Just... Sorry. I don't really like Game of Thrones. That is not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about the game on Game Pass, Monster Train. This is developed by Shiny Shoe... Just Shiny Shoe. I was going to say Shiny Shoe Games, but that's not... That is not... Not what it's called, just Shiny Shoe. They have developed other games such as Death's Door, and they've also worked on a lot of ports for some older games like Full Throttle and Banner Saga 3. Regularly priced at $24.99 is a card battler roguelike available on PC and Xbox. There is no crossplay, but there is cloud saves. I've actually been using that. I've been playing on my Xbox as well as my Surface, uh, going back and forth between them. Works pretty flawlessly, even in, when your run is in the middle of a middle of a train middle of a train run. It, it all works. It's pretty sweet. Uh, it does have One X and Xbox Series X support, but this is not a game that is going to be pushing those pixels, so I'm going to guess it probably won, runs, runs at 60 frames and 4K on the One X as well as Series X and 1440p on the Series S, but that is a guess. I cannot say that with certainty. Card Battler Roguelike Monster Train. Let's talk about it. Uh, it's a run, so uh, any run game is the best game, apparently. I mean, I feel like that's just... The thing going into 2021 is just if it's if it's a run based game, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's, I don't it's know hard to. I, I can't stop playing run games. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't. What's happening? And I don't know. And, and it really is really stupid on my part because because the game is designed so that you can just walk away from it at any point. It will pick up right where you left off. At right. The and I, I've been doing train. that a lot. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot. I actually I actually haven't. Like once I start a run, I'm like I'm. I'm going all the way to the end. Like I, I'm, just, I'm just we're not we're not stopping this train for no reason at all. But it's hard to explain this type of game. You just you just listed the genre, and it's just a mashup of and it's a mashup of three or four different genres. And because of that, it's it's a deck builder. It's a card based game. Your units are your units and your spells are are, are all card based, and they, and when you play them, they appear on three levels of this train. And that's all wrapped around the idea of getting from, uh, I, I believe you make, you're trying to drive your train out of hell, right? Or deeper into hell. I, th I think it's deeper. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Like, there is a story to this game, but I mean, it is not at all at the forefront in any capacity. Um, but I believe that the idea is to go deeper because at the end of it, at the end of the, the run, it seems that you accomplish your goal and it seems that you go deeper so right so once 
and that's essentially the game because once you you get you get these randomized card you get your randomized deck and then along the way you can upgrade your deck you can upgrade your spells you can upgrade your cat your your uh your monster cards uh you can get different tokens and trinkets that add different sorts of uh effects to the overall gameplay experience like uh anytime a uh, enemy monster walks uh walks to your train it gets it becomes dazed for two turns or it becomes poisoned for a turn or two like and, and you get you get all these kind of buffs and, and debuffs and it creates a very strategic thoughtful gameplay in a very simple package and i think that's and I, and I think that's a, a true accomplishment. Yeah, it. Um, I mean, I there is depth to it as well. I mean, you. So the part that sort of I don't say confuses me, but sort of like gets me. The part that I I like and don't like is so you basically kind of pick your your main and then you pick like a subclass. So like the one you start out with is a sort of fighter class, I guess you could say. It seems to be evolved around fire, so it's very offensive based. You you have a champion. So it's it's kind of a mixture of every card battle, or it's like magic games. You have a commander deck, and that's basically what these decks are. You've got a commander, and then that commander gets stronger throughout the game. Um, you know, depending on how you play your game, or depending on what upgrade path you take. So you pick a main, you pick a you pick a subclass, which gives you a second uh, tier of cards or type of cards. Like one's very magic based, and one's more spell based. I guess it was the same thing. One's more defensive based or healing based, and that's kind of where the depth lies in that each class has its own upgrade path in terms of uh, experience trees. And so you can actually, actually, I don't know. Can you, do that? can you, can you rock just one class or do you always have to pick a second class that's different? You always have to pick a second class that's different, making okay. for uh, a number of possibilities and combinations. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I thought. Cause I've, I've never actually tried to make, just do one class the same. Um, so that, that's kind of where the depth is for me because I, I really want to sort of level up these classes. Cause once you hit level five, you also with the, with each class, cause you also have a main level sort of thing too. Cause every time that you, the first time you, if you su- uh, successfully complete a run, clearly we haven't podcast while well, cause I can't talk. You, you sort of level up your, there's like a card that you have basically, and it, I think it goes up to what twenty five, something like that. Um, and every and if you beat level one, then you get to upgrade and you get to level two, et cetera, et cetera. So, but it's always more difficult, and so there's always this treadmill that you're running on of of leveling up your main class and your secondary class, as well as your your personal like gamer tag class, and you're always trying to get you know better and better. And as you get better and better, you get better cards, and so it's just it's a natural progression of a card based game. But it's a, it's super hard to nail. That, that is something that is very tricky. As someone who's played, I've played a lot of different card games. You know, even when I was a kid, from Pokemon to Yu Gi Oh, but to Hearthstone to Magic to to the the Marvel based ones, the DC based ones. I, I've played a lot of them, and um, I did not play Artifact. Did not get sucked into that one. Uh, but the you know this reminds me a lot of Slay the Spire, which I was actually. I was kind of floored that this wasn't made by the same people because if you if you look at the 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 UI and even the art style it, it is like a straight rip from it. <laughs> so I'm kind of concerned in that standpoint of like did they just rip this game off? Cuz it's it's basically a more depth or, or a deeper version of that and I that's where the depth comes in for me and that's where I get sort of sucked into it is just even when I have a unsuccessful run I still am progressing in some capacity. No, I I completely agree. Uh, I there's something about deck builder that I always want to like. I go back to Baiting Kados on oh, a GameCube, oh, I, I believe. 
Oh, that game is so good. <laughs> and you'll tell people that, and then they'll look at it, look, look at it like, what? No, absolutely not. Lost and it's like, well. yeah, and it, it, it's just something about these these kind of games that I like. But they're but it's like you said, they're, they're very hard to nail. And on my first run uh, in Monster Train, it didn't click for me. I thought there was promise there, and I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It's just I also feel like there wasn't a certain depth there until I started doing more and more runs and getting more and more cards. And exploring more and more upgrades. And that's when things just really started to click. Because then it's like, because you have these, I want to say, eight different, maybe six different classes. And you have, it's like you say, you have to pick one or the other as, as, as a sort of a team. Like one complements the other. And you never think, or you don't think in the beginning how one can complement the other. But each of the classes work well together once you figure out how they work together. Yeah, and and for the longest time in my uh, during my gameplay here, like I thought, like the initial class was the best class for me, and then they're sort of the brutes. Uh, but by the end of it, I believe they call it the Umbra. Um, Correct. They're the, they're the, they're this uh, these these all black necro creatures, and it's all about eating its own to become essentially more powerful throughout the run. And it's like I thought that would be hard to manage. Uh, hard to pair with other other uh, factions, but like it actually works quite well, and it, and and that and that's what clicks with me. Every time you do something different or new, it works just surprisingly well. And I I would also put that on the flip side too. Is if if you're someone like I, I have a friend of mine who I I introduced him to Slay the Spire, and he and that game is very similar in that it's got the the traditional three classes Diablo style. Um, and but that the that first class is just a straight up warrior and the second and third one is one's a more defensive and one's a more um sort of magic based he just blew through that game with the uh just the the warrior type and was like yep i'm done like he's like i really like this game i'm just gonna keep playing with this class you could do that in this as well you can find those first two classes and just keep leveling keep leveling keep leveling and finding out more combinations to to help but i'm with you in that i'm i'm very much the same way it's when you I'm almost I'm always a little hesitant to, to try a new combination because I get used yeah. to one combination that I really like. Um, like for instance, right now I'm using sort of the the fire class, which is your more warrior, and I don't remember the name of the. It's the third class that you unlock. Um, it's more of the magic based one. Um, and oh, that, the, uh, the the purple people. I yeah, that one. And that one, like I'm I'm still not quite sure um, what I'm doing. Like like I'm I'm getting through runs. Like I'm not finishing them. Like I'm I'm getting usually to like the second boss, and I'm sort of just not. I'm I'm not doing something right, but I know the combination is there. Like I I know there's something that I'm missing personally that I need to do better at, to 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 really make this this combination come alive. Um, and that's again that's so hard to nail. And I feel like all the classes that I played so far they've done it. And from what I've read online and stuff like that too, it's it seems to be there's always a combination that works, and and it, it sometimes works in ways you can't think of. And I think the best example is whenever. There's there's something about this game and again Slay the Spire that really come to mind is I never understood the whole like removing card thing because every once in a while you come across a uh, you know I guess we should also preface so each level like each, before each battle you sort of pick a path either left or right and each one has bonuses to you sometimes it's your your base gets twenty more health and then you can visit a shop or uh, sometimes it's remove two cards or it's 
uh, go to this cave and you might find something or unlock an artifact, which is basically like a, a, a modifier kind of thing. And I would always not pick the one where you could remove cards. And then eventually, you know, in Slay the Spire, it taught me, it's like, you, you really need to start removing those, those base cards because they just get in the right. And, right. and th- that's a hard thing to learn and to understand. But once you, once you really start experimenting, you just really understand the way the classes work. And it just, it, I don't want to say it becomes magical, but it just, it, it hits that, that point in your brain. Like if you are a person that grew up or even like card battlers, even the basic stuff like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, you start finding those combinations and it's just like, man, like this is, and you get excited to try it out. You're like, man, I really want to try this out because I didn't think about using this card in this way, but you got to draw it. And it's just, it's exciting and it's fun. And it's, it's pretty, it's, it's also really smart in, in how it displays information and the way that the train works. And it's just, it, I, I feel like I'm just gushing about this. I, you were supposed to be gushing about this game, not me. Uh, no, I mean, I'm just do you gush because I agree with all of that. Uh, spe- e- even down to the to the uh, that I wish I knew the names, but the purple faction that's all especially uh, not spe- uh, I guess spell based. Yeah, magic. Um, I would say magic. That's not the right word. Yeah, but I, I would say spell offensive ma- spells. Yeah. Right, and uh, like I, I remember when I first unlocked them, and I tried doing some stuff and uh, tried tried doing a run with them as my primary clan and. My my very first thought was this clan sucks. I'm <laughs> over this clan. Uh, but then as but then like as you do as you do more runs, it starts to make it starts to make way more sense. Like by by uh by the end of a couple of runs, I'm beasting with that clan, and that's the th- and that's the thing I and that's the reason I really love this game because there are there's always a way to where once you figure out the magic of the combination by the end of it, you are just a absolute beast. Yeah. And I love that feeling you get that video games give you where there's a, uh, there's a journey where you don't know what you're doing or you start very small, you start from humble beginnings. And then by the end of it, the game lets you just be a monster and that class and any other, other class, a combination of classes, surprisingly do that very well where once you get down the how to how 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 to operate together you can really just let loose for sure and it's i guess if um i don't say if because that's not the right the right word i where i run into an issue with these games uh is the uh is the artifact system in that some of those artifacts are just like they're they're game changing you know the, the one that that gives you a fifty percent chance of of not stunning. Is it stunning? Where, where basically they don't attack you that round because the, the way the, the enemies work. Yeah, yeah. The way the enemies work is that there's three different levels to this train. They come in on the first level, and if you don't stop them on that first level, they get to the second level, third level, etc. And then on the fourth level is basically the heart of your whatever. Um, and so your your goal is to stop them on each level. But there's the there's an artifact where basically they come in and then it, they don't get to attack once, which basically means you get free hits on them. Um, and it's a 50, 50, 50, 50 shot. And that thing just, that can make or break an entire run. And while I'm not mad at it, it just seems that sometimes the, the run is a little bit based too much on luck for me and that I got the, I got the good artifacts. So therefore I don't have to play as well. Or even if it's not even, I don't have to play as well. It's that I'm just not getting good, um, good cards, you know, cause every time you play the game, you, you, you're, some of your cards stay the same, like your base cards stay the same, but the cards you're, you're getting along the way can be different. And you also get a random three cards every time you start. Um, so 
I I understand that the point is it's a roguelike and it's random, but I just feel like sometimes those artifacts are just too strong and maybe it's supposed to be that way. So that way, you know, eventually you will have a good run because the game, I don't want to say it beats itself, but it, it just gives you more of a, of a chance. Um, but sometimes those can spoil it for me, but that's, I mean, that's, that is a, a very small criticism for a game that I don't have a lot else bad to say. Uh, I will piggy. I will piggyback off that with with um, saying that uh, I do think I blame, and I could be completely wrong, and it could be my skills, but I do blame. I do feel like I blame more than a few failed attempts on the trinkets that they were that they offered to me. But at the same time, it, 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 it's you know it's a give and take because if you get the good trinkets, you're not compl- like you you. I'm not complaining like that. I get that I got them, you know. Uh, so like, there there are definitely points in this game where you beat up on the AI and it feels completely unfair. Because like to your to your point about that particular uh, uh, modifier, they enter in and they're dazed. It's fifty fifty chance they're dazed. Then there are cards that straight date that, that, that straight do a certain days damage, days right. amount. Then there are other cards that will push you up or down levels in the train and cause days. And there were runs where I applied maybe five, six friggin' uh turns of days. Right. And they're just uh, they're just standing there basically. Yeah. And and and, and, and it and it and it becomes uh just just a, a fun, stupid game in that sense where it's like, all right, this is this has gotten nuts, it's gotten out of control and and I'm and I'm still on board. Uh one of the biggest biggest concerns for me initially was feeling that the game didn't have enough depth um so like i'm not going to compare it to the best game of all time hades but (laughs) after after leveling up a certain amount of clans after doing a a certain certain amount of runs it depending on the type of player you are you i could you could bounce off this a lot earlier than someone else because Whereas you have games like uh, Children of Morta that have this kind of underbelly of a story that's, that, that's, that's kind of dragging you along the way. This is purely run. This is purely point A to point B, repeat, point A to point, point A, repeat. And then like it's like you said, you get new cards, you get new abilities unlocked, and so on and so forth. So if you're not looking forward to those new cards... And you and you kind of you're kind of satisfied by the challenge you just got. You may just figure like, all right, we're done here. Yeah, I I could see that happening a lot. Um, it really it really is the the run based thing that I think could it could upset. I don't say upset, but I I have definitely felt to where there are runs where I basically just wipe the floor with the AI. Um, and it's fine. But then there's the ones that when I, I'm really struggling and, and I, I come out on top kind of thing. It's like, I didn't get the best cards. I didn't, I didn't get the best artifacts, you know, I, but I made it work. I was smart and strategic. And then I have to sort of start all over. It's like, man, like, I really wish I could just keep going with this deck, like just a little bit longer because I've, it's not the best deck, but I've made it work for me and I don't, I don't get to keep playing with it. Um, and I don't want to say it's like disheartening because it's, it's not disheartening. It just sort of Sometimes it takes the wind out of my sail. I'm just kind of like, you know what? I, I'm kind of done with this game for right now. You know, I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm just sort of 
like, eh, okay, like I've, I've got my fill of it for the day and then I'll put it down for a couple of days or even a day and then I'll come back to it. And then, and it, it, it all just comes back, back to you to where it's like, okay, like I remember why I like this game. It's still fun. You know? Um, but I, I, I feel like some people could, could play that or, or experience that and just kind of be like, eh, you know what? I'm, I don't really want a game that I have to keep playing it over and over. Um, and I, I can't, I, I don't know if that's better I don't know if the card-based nature of it is better or worse because I've been playing a lot of run-based games, including Hades, Undermine, um, as well as Monster Train. And I don't know, for some odd reason in the card-based genre, I guess, it seems to hit harder for me. Whereas something like Undermine and Hades, even though I have to start over, maybe because I'm, I'm more involved with the gameplay in terms of the moment-to-moment, whereas the cards are sort of uh, randomized, it just it, it hits a little harder um, in that sense. So Moonlighter, that's the other one I've been playing. So yeah, I'm playing four run based. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. There's something about the card thing and the run thing that I think could turn off people, but I don't think that's a criticism. I think that's just a, a asterisk or a, a, a warning to some players. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd agree with that for the most part, because there is a sense of you kind of restarting because of the deck and, and, and that's not to say you don't have the same cards from, moment to moment from 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 level to level it's just a matter of they're reshuffled every time right, right. and and it, so so you don't have any control at all and exactly. and i've been there where where i've lost runs because it's like i could why, why couldn't you just give me those two same cars in the beginning again like right and, and, I, and i'll and i'll and i'll win every single one but that that is the but that is the nature of the game and and, and it, you will have frustrating moments you will have moments of like, oh, this is way too easy. And then you'll have the best moments that I feel like or where you're losing and you bring it back because you get that one Yu-Gi-Oh moment card. Right, right. And and I want to I want to preface or, or emphasize, too, that I think the, the 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 magic glue that holds everything together is the UI along with very smart decisions of. Before every battle, there's kind of a, a modifier you can click that'll make it more difficult for you. Um, and that's on top of whatever difficulty you're ever on. So and it, you don't have to do it. And it tells you right away, like, if you do this, you know, the the, the opponent will get plus 10 armor to every monster that comes in. But it, if you win, you'll get a bonus trinket or you'll get um, 150 gold or, you know, something like that. And that's I think that's really smart. I've done that a couple times. It adds some risk and reward. But the other thing for me is that there's a speed button and that it's very easy to access. And so if if there's a moment to where, you know, if there's a full train and you're playing on normal speed, it could be a minute or two before everyone's sort of done doing their thing, especially in those later fights as there's different effects, different et cetera, et cetera going on. And it's got like five different speeds, I think. And um, by the time you hit the last one, it's just like things are just flying across the screen. And, it, and it's, it's basically just auto I don't want to say auto playing because that's not correct, but it's just, it's, everything is already, you know, um, figured out in the background kind of thing. And the cards and the visual layers just sort of displaying it. And that is extremely important to me as someone who has some issues with, with run based games. The fact that there is a button to basically speed this up goes a a long way for me. And, and I, I also enjoy the fact that even like the, the second speed is just a little bit quicker than normal. I, I don't really ever play on the normal speed because I think it's just a little too slow. But the fact that that is there is super important. And I think that's just, again, that's just, just the magic glue that holds everything together. There's these small touches that just make everything feel great, even on a controller. Like, I, I, 
I prefer the PC version, but I think that it works extremely well in the controller as well. Uh, I guess, I guess, I guess you brought up a criticism that that I kind of forgot about uh, because of that. Um, the autoplay function. Um, so enemies come in, come into the train onto the bottom floor of three floors, well four technically, and they move their way up if you don't kill them before they get a go to the top. On the final phase is the boss phase. And that's where that's where the game starts to lose me a bit because that's when the game on that final what they call phase is when the boss comes into the onto the first uh level of your train and whatever you have set up at that point on that first level plays out all the way. You don't right. get a turn until either the boss or all your people or units on that level is dead then it moves then he moves to the next level of the train the second level and that's when you could play a few more cards but then it plays out again the same way where it will all auto play until people are destroyed on either end and it goes back to what you said of i wouldn't call it a flaw of the game but it's definitely a a, a, a gameplay decision that i don't love um just because, again, if you if you, I understand it's the nature of the card, the deck building game, but if you don't have the best card set up, like you gotta, like I would like a chance to be like, all right, let me, let me get an, a, another reshuffle here, like mid fight, so I could uh, at least try to change the tide of battle here. Right. Once once that boss enters, it's I don't want to say the game is over, but. It's pretty close. Like there, there, there's not a lot you can do at that point um, to change things up because most likely your second and third levels are probably stacked already. Um, at that point in the game, you you've already drawn multiple times. You've already done multiple uh, plays. You know, so usually when he gets to that second level, I'm not summoning monsters. If anything, I'm I'm using spell cards, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And sometimes th- sometimes those can change the the tide of the battle extremely. Um, especially depending on what class you're playing and stuff. But yeah, no, there's definitely, and but the thing is, like, you you also can't really prepare for it. Like, even though if you know the boss is coming on the sixth wave or whatever, you still can't really prepare for it because you're you are dictated by the 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 cards, you know. So like, it's it's maybe you can, maybe we're just not good enough. But so yeah, it's. I mean, you could mentally prepare for it, but you can't right. physically prepare for it, like because you know they're coming, so you can say, so you can know, like, all right, the boss is coming in the next phase. I'm going to want this card that afflicts this amount of frostbite. I want this reflection spell, so on and so forth. But it's completely random, so right. So it go like getting any of those. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting that the boss mechanic is there because the bosses also have um, their own abilities and stuff so sometimes they'll they'll put rage or they'll buff other characters or they'll they'll sort of move around until um you know they'll go to different floors and buff characters before they actually make their entrance and they always have a lot more health etc so it's interesting that they went that way instead of just having wave after wave you know kind of kind of thing and I'm, I'm wondering if that's I, I i always wonder in you know in development about certain things and i wonder if bosses weren't even a thing at some point um because it, it seems kind of like a Maybe the game was too easy, and they needed they needed a way to sort of beat the player down a little bit. Because if it was just wave after wave of enemy, I feel like you eventually you would just sort of overpower them. Um, and the boss is really what makes most of the time when I lose, it's because the boss is just a beast, you know. And I don't know. So I, I'm sort of rambling at this point, but 
I'm not sure if I love the bosses or not. I think in the context here it works, but I, the, the problem is I don't have anything to compare it to. You know, I don't I don't have a, a run to where they don't have bosses, but it's it's an interesting mechanic, um, and I, I don't think it's a flaw, but I think it's it, it can. The fact that a run can go wrong extremely quickly when that boss shows up uh, can, I think, it could upset people. But yeah, which which again is probably the point of it all. You right. know, uh, it, it all depends on uh, how you mentally bounce back from that, uh, especially if it's if 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 you blame yourself or you blame the cards. Right. Right. So, but yeah, I, I think we've. I think we've talked enough about this game. I think it's fair to say that uh, we super enjoy this game. Uh, chances are you've at least heard of it, but if not, I mean, this game was getting rave reviews around the web, uh, and I had heard about it, and I'd heard the the you know Slay the Spire was also on Game Pass. Uh, so I would also I, how can I say this without just making this an advertisement for Slay the Spire? When it comes to Monster Train on this podcast, I think we can say you should play it. You should definitely play this one. Pass it on to your friends, and. Uh, and, and and it plays on anything. I've been playing on a Surface Pro 6, which is only an i5, uh, 8 gigs of RAM. You know, I do not have a high-end Surface device, and it plays very, very well. Um, I had to turn down the resolution a little bit, but that's it. You know, other than that, it, it's great. And I, it's on, it'll play on your 1 all the way up to Series X, so. Yeah, I completely agree. I absolutely adore this game. Um, must play. And uh, I do want to add... The music as well is a uh, is, is is very nice. It's very very nice. It doesn't blow you away, but uh, it is. All the tunes in this in in this is, is almost perfect for the for 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 the bosses. Perfect for the environment. All the sound effects are hit. Uh, there there's a there there there's a uh, a satisfying clang and thump to every action, even though you're not physically moving these characters so like everything from the aesthetic to the gameplay to the music like it, it, it's a must experience for me yeah and i i say all that because I, what i want to say is that if you're kind of curious about this game i i hesitate to say that slay the spire is a less um less involved version but there there's only it's a more traditional there's not multiple layers it's really just one character one set of cards and you're kind of moving forward i think that's a great place to start because it's a little bit easier to get into, and I think it's a little bit more upfront with you not having to sort of manage the three different levels of, of Monster Train. So um, I don't want to, you know, it's not the point of this podcast, but I, I want to throw that out there that both of these games, Slay the Spire and Monster Train, are both fantastic games. You should check them out. So, But all right, I think that's going to do, do it for this episode. Uh, it is the first episode of the year. Welcome to the new listeners. I do see the numbers. We do have new people out there listening, so welcome to you. Um, as always, you can send us an email. You can send us an email about anything that you want. Um, I shouldn't say anything. That's Now I'm going to get some weird, weird emails. gpopfans at gmail.com. Let us know games that you like on Game Pass, whether you like us, don't like us, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. You can also shoot us a voicemail on Anchor, or you can call our Google voice number at 574-651-9256. Again, that's 574-651-9256. Shoot us an email, voicemail, whatever you want. In terms of schedule of what's going to be coming up, uh, next episode we're going to be playing a game called Xeno Crisis, um, and that's not really uh, – I think that that was one that I sort of just landed on over the break. I was sort of just picking games, and I picked that one up, and we ended up doing an episode on it. And uh, you picked Monster Train, so that's why we're doing that. Uh, we did do a spin, and we got the Full Throttle Remaster, 
So we're going to be playing that for our random game. But there's also going to be two games coming out this month uh, that are day one games that uh, we're, I'm gonna, I think it's fair to say that we're I'm looking forward to one. That would be Shadow Cyber, Cyber, Shadow, Cyber Shadow, which is coming from Yacht Club Games. Now, it's not their next game, but they are publishing that game. But I am a huge, huge, huge Shovel Knight fan, so I'll be looking at uh, Shadow, Cyber Shadow quite closely. And the other one is The Medium. The Medium was supposed to be sort of one of the big launch games for the Series X and S. Uh, it is a Series X and S only game. It's on PC as well, but that is one of the first games that is not coming to the One or the One X slash PS4 generation. So it was getting a lot of hype for those reasons, but it did get pushed due to COVID. So that is coming out on January 27th. So those games, those next four games are going to be the ones that we're going to be talking about and playing. So we've got the next month sort of figured out. And I'm thinking after that, we'll probably spin the wheel unless something comes out in February that we just have to play um, or that's announced day one. So there's a rumor that there's a certain game coming out in February that we know is already good, but we'll probably cheat and do an episode on it anyway. But all right, I just said a lot. Do you have anything you want to say? Not at all. I'm done here. Oh, he's done here. All right, that's going to do this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time with Xeno Crisis. Good day, sirs.